0: Hey everyone, Lawrence here. On today's show, Nat, Kuya, and I, we talk about the preseason games that have taken place so far. Additionally, we take a look at what some of the rookies have been able to do so far in the first taste of NBA action. As well as that, we take a deeper dive into how the Rockets and Wizards trade has panned out thus far. And as always, hot takes to end the show. Hope you guys enjoy.
1: What's up everyone and welcome back to hot take where i along with my co-host nat and lawrence give you our hottest takes on all things nba fellows welcome back another week since the last time we met how you guys doing Nat? how you feeling Nat?
2: i'm feeling good i'm feeling good shout out taylor horton tucker for uh performing like he was mj during his prime even better actually <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, oh, man. We'll get to that. I'm good, though. I'm good. We'll get to that. Lawrence,
1: how
0: you, How you feeling, bro? <laughs> Not too bad. Knicks are they're the Knicks. You know, to say the least. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say for now. <laughs> See,
1: I'm a little bit jealous because both of your guys' teams have got to play already. Nat, th- your
2: team's played twice. Yeah, we've played the Clippers twice already. It's crazy. 2-0 and mm-hmm. against the Clippers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: as expected, you know.
1: Yeah, especially because the Clippers are, <laughs> and those guys—I don't know what's wrong with them. That team is,
2: that team is you know, booty. Wait, 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 is... wait, how many, how many points did a uh, Bron and AD score in their in those games? Do you do you know? I think
1: combined, combined. I think they scored zero. Exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> ah, a repeat is in the future for us. <laughs> oh,
0: it's still preseason, <laughs> buddy. Let's
2: slow
1: down. That's actually what I wanted to talk about, right? Because it's preseason right now. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I myself, like, I was talking to Lawrence a little bit a couple days ago. Like, I was a little bit too giddy, you know. But Mm -hmm. you have to understand, it is preseason. You're going to get garbage minutes. You're going to see garbage players the whole nine Mm -hmm. yards. But at the same time, you kind of get a feel of what's to come. You get a little glimpse of what the potential could be. Nat kind of alluded to it. He really feels that the future for the Lakers is another trip, but we'll see about that. (laughs) So I kind of wanted to pick up where we we started last week. With last week's show, we were talking about the top three picks. And Mm -hmm. I actually wanted to dive into what we've seen from the top three picks thus far in preseason, starting, of course, with the number one overall pick, Anthony Edwards. Uh, Anthony Edwards, they played the other day. I saw highlights, you know, Instagram, social media, they kind of blow stuff up, like, oh, look how good he looks. You know, he pulled up for three. He, he shot a nice little, you know, 18-footer and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But then, like, you look at his stat sheet, he only dropped, like, five points Yeah. in, like, I don't even know
2: how many minutes. He was two of nine from the field, I think. That's right, on
1: right. Yeah. And so, like, in terms of Anthony Edwards, I'm, granted, it's only been one game. Granted it's you know, pre but are you feeling confident or are you a little bit worried about this pick, Lawrence?
0: Um, I mean I think it's too early to tell, you know. Like it's right now it's still shaking off the rust, him getting adjusted to the NBA um playing speed. So I think you give him a couple more times, a couple more games in the preseason to get his footing, get his feet wet, and then hopefully he'll be ready by start of the regular season.
1: What about you, Nat? What what are your takes on Anthony
2: Edwards? I agree. I think it's just only one game. I think we have to wait out and see how he adjusts and how he, um, you know, builds that chemistry with his teammates. Um, so yeah, he looked kind of iffy, but I'm gonna give him a few more chances/slash games to uh, kind of set his feet right and hopefully perform better.
1: So we'll we'll come back to Anthony Edwards in a, in a couple minutes here. The next one is James Wiseman, number two pick overall. The thing with James Wiseman is he has not played, right? I think there was like something with like COVID. You know, I think he might have tested positive or whatever. So oh, he, that's right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. he hasn't played yet. Um, so of course we can't we can't talk about it if he ha- we haven't seen him play. You know, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Warriors got the dub. You know, the Warriors got the W with ten points from Curry. I think they had like ten points from. Kelly Oubre, who looked really good, by the way. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was gonna be mm-hmm. a good fit. Like I like what he's able to bring to the table. Um, just the way he was attacking, he was he was playing like he was a regular season game, like with the intensity he was playing with. Mm-hmm. So I like mm-hmm. that thus far. So if you add in, you know, a seven foot one guy with a seven six wingspan into the mix, I don't I know.
2: Like
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very interesting. So that brings us to our third pick. Um, who was Lamelo Ball? You know, one of three Ball brothers. So Charlotte played the other night, and I'm am almost positive you guys saw like the Instagram, you know, highlights and oh, stuff. Oh, I did. With ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw it, I'm like, man, that pass, that pass is nasty. You know, and that was a good mm-hmm. pass. Yeah. We'll start with you,
2: Nat. Like, what what are your overall takes from Lamelo Ball in his first preseason game? Well, first off. I think that social media kind of like lost their minds. They were hyping him up all over the place, showing his you know few highlights, his nice passes, his court vision. Um, but I I see I see good signs. I I think it's positive what I, what we saw from him playing against Toronto that game. Um, I see I see a bright future in him, and hopefully you see more of him um, in the next coming you know few preseason games. But I'm excited for him. He's good.
0: He's good. What about you, Lawrence? What's your takes on LaMelo? Yeah, he's definitely got a lot of potential. You know, that that core vision that everyone praised him for, he showed it in that preseason game, whatever day it was. And if he can continue to do that, continue to find good looks and make easy baskets for his teammates, I think he'll be a real asset for the Hornets going forward. See, here's the thing with LaMelo Ball, because we saw the flashy passes and everything
1: like that but I think the one of the other things that maybe social media wasn't highlighting was his scoring output and hmm. social media, people on social media decided to bring that up. Like, Oh, you know, he laid a goose egg, you know? Yeah. He had nice flashy passes, but no points. And, you know, so a lot of people were like, you know how people are. It's, it's like that. What is it called? Like people You're just want to cancel people. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but here's the thing with, with Lamelo Ball, it's the same thing with Lonzo. When Lonzo first came into the league, I think people have this expectation that you know they're going to be a top ten, top fifteen player in the league, and that's not what their that's not what their skill set is. That's not what they're brought in to do. When you look at them in high school, is different because when you're high school, when you're a high school star athlete, like you are the main option for your team. But you know when Lonzo went to college, you saw the the facilitating ability, the passing ability. He wasn't necessarily going to drop you know, 20, 30 points a game, but you were going to get a lot of assists out of him. Same thing for LaMelo. Uh, Kevin O'Connor, when he did his um, draft review on LaMelo Ball, the main thing he praised him for was his court vision. A lot of scouts notice how well of a passer and facilitator LaMelo is. He's very underrated, I think, because we haven't seen him in a more constant consistent setting, you know, jumping from high school to Lithuania back to high school over to the, to Australia. Mm-hmm. But you got a glimpse of that in his first game, his first preseason game. So he did have four assists. However, he also had four turnovers, which is something else a lot of people are going to bring up. But you also have to understand being a rookie point guard in the league is a different feel you know mm-hmm. it's a different um speed so you, this is the time i think this is the perfect time for him to kind of test the waters to see what he can do what he can't do you know how to limit those turnovers so right now is the best time for him to make those mistakes because that's only going to help him in the regular season you know what i mean so like yes those flashy passes were really nice but yes he did also have four turnovers the thing that stood out to me with lamelo that i wasn't really anticipating was his rebounding he had 10 boards and for somebody who's listed at you know six seven six eight your point guard grabbing you know double digit boards you know i think it's kind of exciting to see i i think lamello could potentially be a double double guy in terms of rebounds and assists kind of like how rondo was in the early you know big three with the celtics you know, he was like yep. a double double machine with just rebounding and, and assists, and eventually turned into triple doubles. All you really need, all LaMelo really needs to do is drop like 10 points. You know, they're not asking too much from him. So I think right now, so far, it's positive. The outcome on LaMelo is positive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The next player I wanted to talk about, um, which was also blew up on social media. Lawrence has a smile on his face because he knows where I'm going. Oh yeah, War Eagles, you know Auburn. Talking about Isaac Okoro, yes, sir. Lawrence, talk talk to us about your boy Isaac Okoro. What did you see in his first preseason
0: game? Oh, what didn't we see? That's the question. Um, (laughs) We saw defense. We saw offense. We saw clutch. The clutch gene. Um, I don't know. Everyone saw the uh, social media post. Where he blocks the shot uh, in crunch time, um, someone gets the rebound. He's running down the court and makes the last second bucket uh, to put the Cavs ahead to win the game. Um, but that wasn't his only bucket. Like he put up 18 points, um, all in the fourth yeah. quarter. Uh, like most of his points coming in the fourth quarter. So big things coming from him um, early going. So a lot of potential. I'm really excited to see how it pans out.
1: What about you now? What would you think
2: about Isaac Okoro? Man, I just saw his game winner and his 18 points. And I was like, man, this guy's going to be a star. Lawrence had the early prediction. He had the early uh, eye for it. And I I think Lawrence Lawrence is right for that. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're going to have to see where this goes. But, honestly, he could be a a top three candidate for rookie of the year. We'll see. That's actually
1: a hot take. Top three candidate for rookie of the year. I said that, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, he interests me because, I mean, you did see flashes of Iggy, you know, Andre Iguadala. The final seconds, I don't think it was a block. I think he just contested the shot like really well, hit the front of the rim, and then he was out. Like he took off, you know. So you saw the speed, you saw the defense. What I like about him is no fear, just confidence, extreme confidence right there. So I like the fast break. I like the fact that he made the end one to close out the game, to give them the dub. I mean, that's that's big time right there. So big things from Isaac Okoro. Much more to come, I'm so sure. That brings me to the last person I kind of wanted to talk about, which is, um, or who is Obi Toppin? Drafted by the New York Knicks. He had early comparisons to Andre, not Andre, Amari. Amari Stoudemire. Who was also a Nick at one point. And you saw that. You saw flashes of like his his style of play. The way he moved on the floor. He's very agile for a big man. Great, great potential right there. He he's another one, you know, in his first preseason game, no fear. He just went all out. Passing, scoring, whatever the case was. Lawrence, talk to us about your, your boy Obi Toppin.
0: Yeah, the the man he looked good. Um he I saw he was able to move well. Um, without the ball in his hands um he's able to get up he's able to make explosive plays uh, when you need it provide that energy that spark um i i loved it
1: what about you now what's your takes on obi
2: i agree with lawrence he was very aggressive um from my glimpses of what i saw from him he was definitely like playing with a level of um determination i think i saw it in his face he was like very very um determined and um I can't wait to see what happens in New York with him. It's going to be exciting. But, yeah, again, like for all these players, it's just one game. We saw her a few games. So uh, we have to see um, where this goes. But right now, looking pretty good for Obi Toppin.
1: Lawrence, let me ask you real quick. So who do, who are you rooting for more, Isaac Okoro <laughs> or Obi Toppin?
0: I don't uh, see. I think I'm more of an Auburn fan than I am a Knicks fan. So I got to <laughs> go with Okoro, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh,
1: man. I mean, th- this is my thing. Okay, let me ask you this. I'll ask both of you. Who do you think has more wins this season, the Cavs or the Knicks?
2: Cavs. Oh, what the?
0: Well, yeah, Cavs. okay, yeah, the Cavs. Cavs are. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, gonna say the Cavs. Cavs, I'm gonna say Cavs, man.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to disagree with both of you. Really? Wait, really? I think, yeah, I think. Whoa. I was talking to Lawrence about this the other night. Maybe I'm jumping too too high on the, you know, maybe I'm moving up too far on the, the Knicks bandwagon here. <laughs> I mean, Lawrence would have more. Uh, Lawrence would know more. More, He has more experience being a Knicks fan, you know, the heartbreak and everything like that. But when, when I look at the organization as a whole, you have Tom Thibodeau, I think these guys respect Tom Thibodeau. And you saw that in their performance the other night. You know, the way they came out, the way they defended. Mitchell Robinson, how nasty he was <laughs> defensively.
0: Is then he you know,
1: Noel. Yeah, but I feel like because Tom, Tom is more of a defensive-minded coach, you're going to yeah. see, like, high energy coming out of these guys. Uh, Nerlens Noel, you know, he was active defensively. You have Obi Toppin, you know, who knows like what type of playing time he's gonna get, but if he keeps playing the way that he is, he's for sure gonna get something. And then you have RJ Barrett, you have you know Alfred Payton, you have um Austin Rivers, and then on top of
0: that, <laughs> I feel know, like the player that's excited about the wrong people here.
1: <laughs> but I feel like the, the and the other player that everybody's sleeping on or people forget about is Julius Randle. Yes, you know, yes. like yeah, mm-hmm. like I feel like you have you have a decent point guard or point guards rather, right? Mm-hmm. You have decent shooting guards. You got guys that can spread the floor, and then you have guys that can attack and guys that are that want to and are willing to defend, which I think is going to be key to their success moving forward. I think they're going to have more wins this season than the Cavs. We'll have to wait oh. and see. Uh, I don't get me wrong. I like the Cavs roster. I like the young talent that they have. You know, Seti Osman. You have um, Isaac Okoro uh-huh. and Garland, Colin Sexton. Sexton, yep. Yeah, Colin Sexton and the the point guard you're talking about, Garland. Like you know, they have nice young talent too. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I think it's the Knicks are going to be the ones this year. I think they're going to have uh, more
0: wins than the the Cavs. So you're making a classic right. Knicks, so with- Knicks fan mistake there.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm not even a Knicks fan, you know. But. So talking about all these rookies, right? Nat kind of brought it up a little bit earlier. Who do you have for rookie of the year? Early prediction. Rookie of the year candidates. Your predictions, Lawrence. Who do you have for a rookie of the year?
0: I think I, uh, you know, noted to this before, but it's I got to pick Okoro. <laughs> or Coro for my rookie of the year. What about you, Nat? I'm gonna be the uh the
2: wild card here and the um absurd take. I'm going Lamella Ball all the way. I got faith in him. Oh wow. I thought you were gonna say bull bull. Oh that's right, bull bull is oh. also in the mix. Um nah, I'm I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with the uh, Lamella Ball. Let's get it. I'm actually going to go
1: James Wiseman. That's gonna be my prediction. Because, uh, so after James Wiseman, I would have assumed LaMelo Ball or, you know, top three, my top three would be Wiseman, Ball, Edwards. I know that's not very fun or exciting, but the thing is, (laughs) rookie of the year, you kind of have to have somebody that you know for certain is going to get playing time. Like, they're guaranteed playing time. LaMelo Ball is guaranteed playing time. Mm -hmm. James Wiseman is almost guaranteed playing time. Same thing with Anthony Edwards. You're the number one draft pick. You're going to get playing time. So, I feel like the more playing time you get... I mean, if you look at last year, right? You have Ja Morant. It was like him and Zion. But Zion didn't play as much as Ja. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Kendrick Nunn, who towards the end of the season, you know, kind of fell off, wasn't getting as much playing time. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like playing time is going to be a huge part of it. So I'm going to go with James Wiseman. I think with the system that he's in in Golden State, it's only going to help his case for Rookie of the Year. So with that, one of the other things we talked about in the last episode, which is still a storyline now, you know, it's the continuing saga, if you will, around James Harden. So James Harden didn't report to training camp. One uh, clubbing, one partying. When he come, when he came back, he had to. He couldn't join the team. He had to, you know, record four consecutive negative tests, I believe, something along those lines, before he could even practice with the squad. In his absence, you know, the guys were in training camp. The guys started playing. If I'm not mistaken, they won their first preseason game behind John Wall and Demarcus Cousins, who I thought looked good. You know, for being a preseason game, getting their feet wet again. So, Lawrence, my my question to you is, what are your predictions on what happens with Harden
0: and the Rockets? And to you, how do they look? Um, So, I'm going to kind of compare this to how the AD situation was in New Orleans. I don't think that the Nets or the Sixers are actually going to budge if they're not going to get a star in return. And Harden's just going to sit out or just going to complain the whole time. And it just the chemistry is just not going to be there this year, and the Rockets are going to be just like out of sorts, out of the mix.
1: What about you, now? What's your take on the on
2: Harden and the Rockets? Man, Lawrence, I am always agreeing with you, every episode. <laughs> but but in the right fashion, though, I mean, it totally makes sense. Um, I also don't see Harden leaving or getting traded. I think you know it, it's it's pretty hard to you know equate his his values elsewhere, um, and I I will see him being a drama queen the whole season, maybe, you know, just, you know, not enjoying his time there, not wanting to play or play for the right reasons. So with that, I, I, de- I definitely think he's going to be, um, like you said, sitting out and just not being his full self.
1: It's funny. Cause like initially, right. The first thing you're going to think is he's being a diva, you know, he's being a drama queen, but of course there's always two sides to every story, but mm. from the perception of things, the, th- the way things look, the reports that are coming out is not a good situation. I think he's put the Rockets in a very, very tough position. The Rockets have basically done everything they could for this guy. And, you know, this is how he's kind of repaying them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, there was a report this morning that even with the addition of John Wall, James Harden is still not interested. You know, he doesn't – he no longer wants to be in Houston. And he even added a couple teams to his destination list and one of them being the Miami Heat which that scares and me bucks like too, right? I, I
2: hope and the bucks i believe we're also yes. on this too yeah, yeah, heat yeah, and yeah. bucks
1: mm-hmm. i don't know about you guys but me being a heat fan i don't want him on my team
2: <laughs>
1: i don't want him on my team not because i think he's a bad player or that he's a bad you know personality i don't think that the reason i don't want him on my team is because i like what we have already You know what I mean? And in order for us to get James Harden, Miami would have to give up Tyler Hero, perhaps Duncan Robinson, maybe a draft pick, maybe even Precious Achua, which I feel like is really, really dumb on Miami's part. If you're trying to get James Harden, you're giving up all your shooting. Like, Granted, James Harden can make up for that shooting. But at the end of the day, like, I I like the chemistry that Miami has with their current roster, and I want to see what they can do from there. It boils down to what's more important. Are you trying to win right now at this very second? Because if you do, then you pull the trigger on the hard and trade. Or do you want to wait and see what your team can become? And I think we saw what Miami can become because nobody expected them to go to the finals last year.
0: Right.
1: You know, and you know I'm gonna have the same confidence that has. I think Miami's gonna make it to the finals again. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know,
2: what? I hope I hope we hey, face the Lakers and we beat them this hey, time. Hey. By the way, sorry. This is a quick like cut off of something else. But you were when we were discussing our top eight teams per conference. You didn't put Miami in the top three. You put him in like the lower five to eight range. What
1: was that? But then I, I but now, then like, I changed my mind. Changed my I mind. Changed my mind. I oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, okay. but okay. you. If you
2: remember too, do you remember what
1: I said? I think I did have them out of my top three. But do you remember what I said?
2: You said, you said that even if yeah. like, their seat is low or whatever, they'll still make it to the finals, which is right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, have some comments to your team, man. Place them in the top one or two. I, I, see, this is what I like.
1: Like, for Miami, it's like, I, they don't care where they're at. They've always been like that. Even when LeBron played for them, remember when um, the Bulls were in the first place, right? When Bulls were first place, Atlanta was first place. Didn't matter. They were still going to make it to the finals. You know, that's just how, that's just <laughs> right, how, right. that's he culture. The right, right. for that. right. You know what I mean? So, for me, being a Heat fan, I I don't want James Harden him going to the Bucks. I don't know what what do you what do you guys think that would look like? Now, what do you
2: think about Harden on the Bucks? Oh man, that's that's Harden and Giannis in on one team. If that were to happen, um, is it possible? I mean, yeah, but under like the the weirdest circumstances, maybe give up Middleton, give up you know two other guys or a draft pick, maybe. But if if he goes to the Bucks, they're still gonna lose. I don't. I. I don't see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals if they were to be with Harden. Um, but either way, I don't see a trade happening for Harden to the Bucks.
1: What about you, Lawrence? Yep. Do, you, do you agree with that?
0: What's your take on that? Yeah, honestly, I do agree with him. Um, like, I personally think that the Bucks roster is like already depleted. Um, let alone having to trade for James Harden. Like, <laughs> can you imagine it literally just be Harden and Giannis? No bench, no like supporting cast. Right. Like, how how are they gonna win? You know?
1: So like, I I just don't think they can get it done. To me, I feel like if they go to the Bucks, I think that's dumb on the Bucks part too, because essentially what you're doing is another James Harden, Dwight Howard, or James Harden and Clint Capella. Like it's just pick and roll. And I feel that right. hinders mm-hmm. what Giannis is trying to become hmm. so honestly yeah. the best from from what I'm gathering you know from the three of us the best option is just for him to suck it up you know grin and bear it who knows what this team can, can become I think John Wall's playing fairly well you know yeah. for what people were anticipating same with DeMarcus you know you could do I feel like you could do so much with the pieces that you have
0: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
1: but this also kind of brings me to our next topic, you know, our next point. We talked about the Rockets, we talked about Harden. Let's let's go on the flip side. Let's go to Westbrook
0: and the Wizards. How do the Wizards and Westbrook look to you? I so I can kind of compare it to how when Jimmy Butler, you know, got signed to the Miami Heat and what he was able to bring to the table. I agree. Like, with that. You know, like I don't know if you guys saw I think I may have I, I know I sent it to you, Kui PJ, uh, but Bradley Beal, like, was a monster in practice. Like, oh, he threw yes. down that, like, monster dunk, yeah. And, like, I like my, my jaw literally dropped and just <laughs> hung there. Like, I had to watch it a few more times. Like, right. I just could not believe it. And, like, you see all the things that they're saying. Like, uh, Bradley Beal's like, Westbrook's a dog, you know? Like, he, we, like we love what he brings to the table. Yep. We love what he brings to the locker room. And this is just a couple days of being traded, yep. you know? Like, we got to see what goes on the rest of the season. So I'm excited for them
1: what about you now what's your take on the wizards the new look wizards
0: oh, I love it I
2: love it I'm so glad that Westbrook is there I mean first off first off you can see it in his face in those videos of him in practice like he he looks happier he looks brighter he's around guys that actually like compliment him in ways and he's around Scotty Brooks his former coach um mm-hmm. like he just looks good and he's enjoying himself um I think in, in Houston he wasn't able to be like the the leader in a sense cuz James Harden was there but now that he's in the Wizards you know even though that that is like essentially Bradley Beal's team I do think that he's still kind of like the leader of that team now I mean you know in in uh a certain extent not not like entirely but um it's good and like you know they're they're in the east so Russ has a little bit of a um calmer mind knowing that that, that he's in the east now less competitive but Oh, it's it's great to see. Russ looks happy, so I'm happy. Let me. I I can't fully recall, but last week's episode,
1: I asked you guys who had the better roster. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember this? And I think both of you said the Rockets, right? We did. We did. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. On paper,
1: on paper, yeah, on paper. Did we also talk about who would you know who who would have more success? Did we? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. John Wall or
2: or Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Who would you guys say? I don't. I don't know. I think I. <laughs> I can't even like like recall.
1: I think um, you guys said the Rockets because of the roster.
2: Well, yeah, we are no,
0: no, not roster on paper, yeah. But <laughs> yes, yes. <according laughs> <teams>. Like individually, <laughs> I think I remember I said Westbrook because like he's gonna get more touches.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was I was Westbrook and Wizards all the way. Like I, like. See this. This is my thing with with the new look wizards, right? Let me just start it off like this. They played well. You know, Lawrence sent me the video of Bradley Beal in practice. That was also alluding to like you know how much happier mm-hmm. he seems in in Washington, right? Uh, There's was a meme that was going around. There's a picture of Russell Westbrook. You know, he shows up two hours early to practice. And then meanwhile, you have James Harden who misses practices and, you know, he's busy, you know, partying with little baby and whatnot.
0: So you can see the <laughs> difference
1: know. there already, right? Like you have somebody that that is really happy and somebody who genuinely wants to be there. Mm-hmm. And I like what Lauren said because it is like Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. It's a similar – you can see it just the way they are in practice. He's, he's even joking around with Robin Lopez, you know, and – How they don't like each other and all that stuff, all that fun stuff, and how he's hyping guys up. And the moment I knew it was a good fit was when they played the Nets. Westbrook didn't even suit up. You know, he's in a nice corduroy button down. He's (laughs) he's drawing a plays. You know, he's he's like a player coach almost. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he's telling, he's teaching these young guys, you know, what to do. And let me tell you, man, the Wizards almost won that. They lost by five. I think it was five. (laughs) Yeah, but this is this is the part that surprises me. You both you had both KD and Kyrie playing, right? Granted, it was they showed like out too. yes, and granted, it was like you know I think Kyrie played like seventeen minutes, KD played like twenty four or something like that. But nevertheless, both of them were on the court at the same time, and yet the Wizards still only lose by five, with no Westbrook and with no Bradley Beal. <laughs> so that goes to show me right. that on paper, again, it's preseason. Maybe I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. <laughs> but on paper, their roster is deeper than a lot of people think. And they have a lot of young talent, including their draft mm-hmm. pick, Denny Advia, uh, Avdia, sorry. This guy, this kid from Israel, he had a buzzer beater in that game. He just, whatever he was projected to be, you already started to see it in preseason. He can score. He can move without the ball. He can facilitate. He can hit clutch shots. He can hit the three, even though it's not his strong suit. At the end of the day, you have that with Rui Hachimura. You have, you know, uh, Bryant, Bradley Beal. You have Davis Bertans. You have all these pieces. It just – for Washington Wizards fans, people in the D.C. area, you know, PG County, All I'm, I'm excited for you guys because I think – they can make some real noise in the East. For real. You know, like what Nass said, it's a significantly weaker conference. I think they can make some moves. I think they can easily move up, you know, to that four to six range. So overall, based on what we've seen thus far, who do you think you have more hope for, the Rockets or the Wizards? Oh,
2: easy question.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm praying for Houston. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lawrence? Who you got? Yeah, I mean, like you said, prayers up. Good luck to them. Uh, wizards are <laughs> taking off right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have. I have the Wizards. Even though I don't like to say it, because they're in the same conference as my Heat, I, I think the Wizards have the better chance. With that said, let's let's kind of move into hot take. This is where. Nat, Lawrence, and I give you our hot take on certain topics. The first topic I kind of want to dive into is to you thus far from what we've seen in preseason, what teams look good to you, Nat? I'm wearing it on
2: my hat right now. You see my hat right now? You see my hat? For people who can't see, it's the LA Lakers. The audio listeners here, I'm wearing a Lakers – actually, it's a Lakers and Heat hat. see the Heat logo in the back. Oh, but, I see. Oh. Um, Lakers – Look pretty good right now, man. They they beat the Hawaiian PG led Clippers without Brown and AD. I know it's preseason. I know it's not a real game, <laughs> but hey, hey, I mean, you know, you got not just Kusma, once, not just once. So why? Yep. <laughs> you got, yeah, Kuzma, uh, Montrezl Harrell, uh, Hordon Tucker. It's crazy. For um, the Lakers on the Western Conference, for the East, I'm definitely picking. Um yeah, I I don't wanna say it. Don't wanna say it, but the Nets look good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I think, I think. Do I think that, I, that they're gonna be, you know, the uh conference champions? Well
0: uh but they look good right now.
1: What about you, Lawrence? What what team looks good to you right
0: now? Oh my goodness. Now we gotta stop agreeing, man. <laughs> 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 But, yeah, I, I love the Lakers out there in L.A. Um, I love Trez. Trez looks real good in that purple and gold, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> causing that stir up with Patrick Beverly already. It's just preseason, man. <laughs> um, he looks good. Um, who Who is that guy we were talking about yesterday? Uh, THT? THT. Taylor? No,
1: it's Talon, Horton, Tucker.
0: Yeah, he's looking good. I mean, again, it's just preseason. Uh being a Nick fan myself, with with Kevin Knox being real good a couple of years ago, and then didn't pan out to be anything. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, they can turn the tide over there in LA. Um, so they look good there, and I agree with you, the Nets. Uh, Katie, he looks healthy. He looks ready to go. He's healthy. Kyrie looks good. Swifty, um, the handles can make shots for himself. So we'll see how how they do, uh, going forward.
1: So. Let me ask you this. Who gets more playing time this season? Talon Horton Tucker or Kyle Kuzma?
2: <laughs> oh. Yo, THT all the way, man. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> He's on the bench, Kuzma. I'm on the bench right now. Get it ready for Talon. <laughs> 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 all
1: right, just, just a, little, a little side note, right? I'm not trying to come off like braggy or whatever, like, oh, you know, I was already on it. But I actually watched THT coming out of high school. Did you guys ever see high school clips of him? I did not. I have not. No? Okay. So like shout out to like Overtime and Ballers Life because I, I tend to watch a lot of high school players coming up. You know, that's how I knew about um that's how I knew about Tyler Hero. That's how I knew about guys like Nick Mannon, you know, who's now playing for the Warriors. We'll see what he becomes. Even guys like Mac McClung, you know, who's killing it right now in college basketball, guys that are up and coming like Imani Bates or Chet Holmgren, you know, these young high school guys that nobody really knows about, but because mm. of social media, because of YouTube, these programs, you get to see these high school talents. And I saw Talent Horn Tucker, I think probably since his junior year. And let me tell you, I always – when I watched him in high school – He's kind of like a point forward, especially when he was in high school because he's probably one of the taller players on his team. He's listed at 6'4". I think at the time he was listed at like 6'6", or something like that. But you know how it is sometimes with the height listing. But he kind of has like this awkward body, right? Like he kind of looks big, but he's not. Like he kind of looks tall, but he isn't, right? So it (laughs) looks weird. And like I'm watching him in high school, I'm like – how is this guy? How is this big man able to move like this? But then you realize he's only six four, but this guy's wingspans are like ridiculous. I feel like he, you know, standing like resting, I'm pretty sure he, like he could touch his shins. Like that's how long his his arms are. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but you know, body wise, he just has a unique frame because he he's broad shouldered. He can bump down low. He has long arms to defend, to get shots up over, you know, taller defenders. You know, he, even though his, his body type is awkward, he's able to produce. He knows how to use his body. And you saw that last night, you know, defensively, you know, steals leading to offense. That nasty dunk that he had, you know, on the fast break. So this is things that he's been doing since high school. Unfortunately, he went to, he went to a D1 college, but it wasn't like way out there. Um like no, nothing major. The other thing is the high school that he played at. Do you know what high school he played at? He's he's from Chicago. He played at uh Simeon. Simeon High School. Okay. Do, you, do you guys know who came out of Simeon?
0: I forget, but it sounds familiar. I'll give you
1: some names off this list. R. Kelly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> For people who don't know, R. Kelly was actually a baller. Like he, he could hoop. There's <laughs> there's footage of him. Good footage, all right, you know, appropriate footage of him balling.
0: I'm talking like J. Cole balling, <laughs> like, like yeah, actual. Yeah,
1: yeah, Like, <laughs> like he could he hoop. Some other notable players, Jabari Parker, mm-hmm. you know, now for the Atlanta Hawks, what do you think he went to Duke? Kendrick Nunn. All right. Kendrick Nunn has his jersey retired in the Raptors over there. Kendrick Nunn, point guard for Miami Heat, um, rookie of the year candidate last season. Probably the most famous player to come out of Simeon, D. Rose. Oh. Derek Rose came out of Simeon. So these guys coming out of Chicago, representing for Chicago, you know, a lot of big names. So you know that his skill set or where he's coming from, I don't care what anybody says, you know, Chicago, they produce ballers. New York, they produce ballers. You know, PG County, you know, in Maryland, they produce ballers. You have all these hot. hotbeds for producing basketball players so this is where you know tht comes from this is his background this is so when i see him doing stuff like in game like what he did last night like i wasn't i wasn't caught off guard because i'm i'm used to seeing it watching him play in high school of course now it's more impressive because it's on the professional level but i was always wondering last season why he wasn't getting playing time he got like garbage minutes if you guys remember he was playing garbage minutes but i think he you know Whatever it is, the season, I think he's ready. I think he's ready to take that step. Watch out Kyle Kuzma. Somebody's coming for your minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so talk, we talked about teams. I mean, aside from THT, aside from Talon, Horton, Tucker, who are players that look good to you so far? Lawrence, who Who are some players that look good to you so far? Um, Just like... In general, like in general, like you know, like okay, yeah, this person looks ready. Whether they're they've been in the league for years or they're rookie, whatever the case is, who's looking good to you right now? Um, you you said KD, I mean, right? You said KD I, and Kyrie. Yeah, can I
0: say KD?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you agree with that, Nat? KD. I do, I do. He looked pretty good, um, but I did see uh, Rui Hachimura <laughs> kind of body him for the rebound. I was like, oh man, <laughs> That is true. but. He's a big boy. <laughs> I mean, also a notable mention is Steph Curry. Um, you know, it's his first game back in a while, so he, he played pretty well. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Russ, though. That's one person I want to see play is Russ on the Wizards. Um, didn't see him that game, obviously, but um, other than that, uh, man, who else? Gordon Hayward was a snooze fest, so didn't, didn't do much. <laughs> Uh, that, that, Is that a surprise though? Like <laughs> that big contract, and nothing really happened to me, you know. In that game, I saw I saw Giannis brick that three in the in, in the first. Game the- <laughs> that was yeah. hilarious, um, man. I, I don't know who else. Do you guys have anyone else in mind, Lawrence? Did you have anybody else in mind?
0: No, nah, I mean you pretty much covered all my <laughs> all my picks.
2: I'm still I'm
1: still wary on the Nets and like KB and Kyrie. Like I'm I'm so wary on like how that relationship is going to pan out, you know, does it fizzle out or is it going to be, you know, a match made in heaven, so to speak. I seriously want to see what was going to transpire from that. Um, for me, I agree with that. I said, Steph Curry, I thought Steph Curry looked good. You know, his first game back, he looks ready. He looks fresh, lighting it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. I thought Kelly Oubre looked good. Old face in a new place. You know, joining the Warriors there. I thought Luca looked good, too. Let me ask you guys this. Who do you look forward to seeing who hasn't played yet thus far in the preseason? Is there anybody that stands out to you? Like, you want to see this person or this team? Of course, I want to see Miami. I want to see what Miami does. I want to see Jimmy. I want to see Bam. I want to see how they do. You know, the one that the other one I want to see is Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason Tatum yes. got uh he got bumped up, moving from six foot eight to six foot ten. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what is that? You. I don't know. That's interesting. If he's six <laughs> ten, <Scholes> going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in those heels, man. <laughs> you got some lifts in the shoes. I don't get it. <laughs> I want to see what they're able to do. I think they're they're. A team that excites me with the addition of Tristan Thompson. Oh, there's this another notable mention I left out, which was the Utah Jazz. They had a big win the other night. They won by like 18 or something like that. Um, their draft yep. pick, Azubuki, he looked good. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell coming back. You know, we'll see what that. I mean, they 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 blew out. I forgot who they played, but they looked good on paper. Uh, you know, from what I saw. Um, how about you know, so is there anybody else that you guys are waiting to see, wanting to see? Of course, aside from Miami Heat, you know, I get that. I want to see them too.
0: Have the Trailblazers played yet? They have, yeah, they have, yeah. Do you know if Dame's gotten any uh playing time yet? Dame didn't play, I think, in that game. No, no, okay. Well, I mean, I guess that'd be a pick for me. Um, see how he bounces back, what he's got in store for this season. So, (laughs) what about you, Nat? I want to see, um, LiAngelo Ball. I mean, oh,
2: wait, sorry.
1: Oh, oh no. He went <laughs>
2: too slow. Oh, man. Oh, I, had there. To, I had to say it. I had to say it. I'm sorry. Um he nah, went I'm there. I did want to see Lonzo Ball play. I want to see if he bounces back, if he improves from last season. Um, yeah, poor LiAngelo Ball, though. Paris Jello as well. So sad. So sad. <laughs> Such a short
1: time in Detroit. <laughs> How you get? How you get cut by the Pistons? <laughs>
2: I, I saw the post you sent me. Uh, his, uh, yeah. Uh, honor, the you uh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Thank the you. Appreciation video. So, this is one, one layup in practice, and that was
1: a,
0: <laughs> yeah. was and, and to no surprise, Lavar bounced back with a comment yep. so quick. Yep. Yeah. So quick. He called them back. yeah he's calling out jordan man oh
1: man poor Leangelo, man i i I honestly do hope he's able to make it like come on i mean i I don't know maybe he's just too small i mean he could shoot but other than that i don't don't know man um you you mentioned lonzo ball that's the other player i wanted to see actually is zion you know i hope we get a full season of zion i want to see that Especially with his new look, Pelicans. I want to see uh, Steven Adams setting screens. How many bodies (laughs) he... How many kills he gets this season? How many kills? How many many assault... How many assault charges he racks up? (laughs) What's
0: your KD ratio?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, with that said, um, any... Last thoughts, questions, concerns. Lawrence, anything for you?
0: Um, yeah, I just gotta. Can't be too excited about the Knicks yet. <laughs> <laughs> can't make that mistake. What
1: What about you, Nat? Anything? Any last minute things?
2: Yeah, yeah. One thing. Um, cancel the whole season. Just give the chip to the Lakers. Um. Oh my god! Pretty much oh over. Right? No, you don't got it. You don't got it. Like watched those 82 or 72 games. You know, it's it's already a given who's going to win this year. And it's my Lakers with LeBron James. Unbelievable.
1: You go ahead
0: and drop that I'm mic? glad you
1: brought up LeBron James.
2: <laughs> I can't. I can't. It might be.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up LeBron James because this is actually what I wanted to close with. My final thoughts, right?
2: The other day oh, I was
1: Lord. on social media scrolling through and I saw a like an appreciation post of LeBron when he played for Miami. And just how amazing he was, man! He was <laughs> right. amazing to watch. Let me tell you, right. like I'm oh, yeah. so thankful that we had him those four years, because those are some of the most, you know, exciting years. You saw the I- iconic photo, you know, D Wade giving him the assist and LeBron throwing it down—iconic, one yeah. of the most iconic photos, yeah. right? And people trying to imitate it. There was a lot of like recognition for LeBron and. All this stuff, and it was it, it brought me back, and I was like, man, I've been ragging on LeBron this whole time, and like I started to feel bad, and then I saw this post that really caught my eye, and it was in the last 35 years, only two players have ever won a play- playoff series with no teammate averaging over 11 half points a game. Jordan did it in '98, and LeBron did it in 2018. Two goats right there, right? Amazing stat, and like I thought when I saw that, I was like, you know what? That this whole debate that we've been having back and forth, I you know I started to realize like you know it sounds to appreciate LeBron and the things that he's done.
2: That's right, yeah.
1: But then, but then, (laughs) oh oh Lord, he has the audacity to say that he's won two of the hardest (laughs) championships.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Wait, I can't argue the Golden State series though. That's a good so that one. So that one, that one,
1: I I agree with. Right, that one I agree with in the sense that to come back down three one, and win a championship that's never been done before for a city mm-hmm. that had never won a basketball championship. I hands down hardest championship. Praises to right. LeBron.
0: Yeah, all props. Right. No,
1: no joke about that. But. When it comes to the GOAT debate, I feel like that series in particular hinders his his chances because Jordan never would have gone down 3-1 in the NBA Finals. Oh, God. Right? But I, again, <laughs> I give praise, credit where credit is due. But then for him to say that this season, the 2020 season that just ended, that was the, one of the top two hardest championships ever of all time. Okay, I get it in terms of there's a pandemic going on Mm -hmm. social injustice. So I feel like those things make it tough, but for you to, (laughs) to actually win a championship,
0: (laughs) when you have somebody who was like (laughs) the circumstances, they didn't have home field advantage. They had to stay in a hotel room for (laughs) three months.
2: Neither did the other teams. Neither oh, yeah. did the other teams. Yeah. None,
0: so none of the for, teams it, had that had luxury.
1: <laughs> Except for teams that are built. Like <laughs> Miami said, they don't care where they are, who's there, fans, no fans. They're going to hype themselves up. But here's my thing. Here's my thing with him saying he was the, hard- <laughs> he was the hardest championship. The thing is, you have somebody who is runner-up for the MVP candidate. You have Anthony Davis, who was an MVP (laughs) candidate. How is it hard when you have the top two players in the league winning a championship? I have an answer that. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear the the answer.
2: Yes. 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 (laughs) Yes. You have Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green on your team. That's already a setback. That's already a setback right there. (laughs) So it balances out there, you know? It balances out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man.
1: All all I got to say is Jordan had it. Pippen was not a top two player in the league. He did it with a bunch of no names. I'm sure people that even I myself, like I I can't even recall, like Bueller Armstrong, like Cartwright, like those are, you know, like who else is there? Like it's a bunch of no names.
0: So oh, for or him, Pippen it's like or Rodman. Oh, no, or no. Aside, 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 or
1: from, <laughs> aside from aside from Pippin, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, I was talking about cow. I a bunch of no names.
1: <laughs> you know, like like Rodman. Like okay, yeah, like yeah, Rodman, but like you oh. know who's the third? Who's the third best player for the <laughs> yeah. Lakers? Yeah, playoff Rondo. Yeah, he's old. Exactly, exactly. So was Rodman. Rodman was old. <laughs> he didn't give you any points. He had no points. Twenty-one rebounds. He's
0: he it. a board guy. Rondo's our assist guy.
1: Oh Here my go. goodness! <laughs> yeah, but like I said, Pippen was not a top two player in the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! So that's what I wanted to end with. That's just oh. my hot take on everything that's trans- transpired within <laughs> the past week. All right, I think that was a good show. What do you guys think? It was good.
2: We'll save the rest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll, we'll save the rest for next week. We got. We actually have a really interesting show coming up for you next week. You know, before our holiday season comes. So stay tuned for that. Until then, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you guys next time.
2: This has been a Fused Podcast original produced by yours truly, Nat, and music by Johnny C.